Hotline. Ring, ring. It's Friday. And I'm feeling okay. Yeah. This is like a glam rock fucking cock rock. Nickelback. Look at this photograph. Don't you bring that in here. <laughs> Nobody likes Nickelback. I just ruined everyone's Fridays. I apologize, Deals. Oh, yes. I, I apologize. We forgive you. Look, I'm just feeling angsty, like the DL, who's probably on the other end of the phone, sending us voice memos, asking us to turn the Delemon into Juicy Delemonade. Should we see who called today? Yes, let's. Hey, besties. You know what I don't have time for? Not knowing whether I should have kids. Earlier this year, I had a miscarriage. And it was absolutely devastating. And my coping mechanism was just to not want to have kids. I listened to all the stories about how awful kids can be. I tuned into Windy FM and now I really just don't see the point. But I'm kind of sick of hearing everyone in my life saying that I will change my mind or um, that having kids is like, in my plan and I'm like well I don't really know if it is but maybe I will change my mind I just don't know and I don't want to disappoint my partner or my family because they're all really gutted for me too but help whoa that's a big dilemma yeah that's a biggie that's a really really big dilemma that's a big fat ready to fall off the tree dilemma right there she doesn't sound 100% committed to the idea of not having kids. That's what I took from that. Mm. But what I liked is that she said she's open to maybe I will change my mind. Yeah. It's interesting because what do you do with that? If you're not definitive, like do you cause potential friction between you and your partner when you're not sure? I think sitting on the fence is the hardest position to be in. Mm. And I actually have friend couples who declared to everyone – we're together, we love each other, but we're not going to get married ever. So can everyone just stop asking us yep. when Ben's going to drop the knee? Because he's just not going to do it. And I don't, I'm not big on the institution of marriage. I don't need it. We're very happy. And then after that, the conversation, of course, moved to, okay, that's fine. You're not going to get married. We all accept that. When, when are you, you going to have, have kids? kids? <laughs> and sure enough, they both, bit back isn't the right term, but they declared there and then as well, we're not having kids. Yeah. We've decided we don't want kids. And I remember Hubs kind of grieved that because this is one of Hubs's best mates. And he had all this childhood nostalgia with this person because they knew each other since the age of two. So he was a bit like, oh, I was really hoping that he would have kids. For me. Time as us <laughs> so that our kids could grow up together. And you know that, yeah, yeah. that fantasy uh-huh. that we all have yeah. where our kids are all going to marry each other and we'll all be related, <laughs> like all that it's weird It's not going to be just pizza flinging across the room and people screaming and us going like, why did we procreate again? Someone <laughs> tell me why I had kids. Have kids, they said. Yeah. Anyway, we ended up going on a holiday with these friends of ours to Bluey's Beach. Which is funny because it's the same trip that we ended up conceiving Iggy. Ah. Rafa was actually a one-year-old and they were playing with her really affectionately. Like like they had a soft spot for her. Hubs and I were like, 
Oh, this is such a shame that they don't want to have kids because look how great they are with her. You know how but you the project. reason they were so great with her is because they didn't have their own rat bag to tend to. Yeah, and they were probably sleeping 10 hours a night. And they could give her back. Yes. Uninterrupted life, full adult conversations. Of course they can give themselves to a kid for an hour. Yep. They ended up falling pregnant and now they have a kid. How old's the kid? He is two. Yep. And... They love parenthood. It's really interesting because especially Hubs's mate's partner, I had a really candid conversation with her once where she was like, Jem, I'm in my mid-30s and I just don't have the yearning Mm. and the aching Mm -hmm. that everyone else has. Mm -hmm. And she said, I asked myself, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. She sort of looked at it through the lens of, well, there must be something wrong with me because that biological ding ticking it's just not hitting me like everyone else Mm -hmm. so she fell into kind of having kids and has no regrets but this isn't me preaching to say yeah you're not pitching having a baby no I'm not saying if you're not ready do it anyway because fuck me having kids is hard like honestly hubs and I our relationship was solid before we had kids and kids have tested it like nothing else I honestly don't know how people have whoops babies Mm. and maintain stability in their relationship because it really does take a backseat. Couple of thoughts. Yes. Have you heard the term you never regret a swim or a baby? No. <laughs> I've heard the term you never regret a swim or a Pilates class. Okay. Someone who runs a Pilates studio has invented that for you. You never regret a swim or a baby. I've heard that. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know either. I know you don't regret your specific child. But and what, their you don't life. Know. You don't know. Yeah. But you can regret, like, what happens to your life through having kids. Of course. In a very, very real way. And it can end your relationship. Yeah. And what she said about she doesn't want to disappoint her partner, that's the stress and the tension in there for me. Because I'm like, we get asked this all the time when we do AMAs or whatever. People are like, how do I know I'm ready for kids? Or I want a third baby and my husband doesn't. What do we do? And mm. I don't have any wisdom on that because I've never experienced that. It's such a tricky tightrope because someone loses out. Someone loses. That. But, like, I think you've really got to decide if you're going to put your relationship first or... Your needs, your personal desires, whether it's wanting children or not wanting children. Yeah, like that's the choice, right? Because having, as you said, I know it's the most basic fucking sentence you can say, having kids is fucking hard when you want them. Mm. Having a resentment baby, and and sure, everyone hopes, but when the baby comes along and they fall in love and blah, it doesn't happen like that for everyone in the way we just assume it will, particularly Mm. for men. You know, there is like a good year-long lag for the man to catch up to the connection that the woman has with the baby often. This is very generalised. It's not necessarily, yeah, yeah, but he'll be right once you have them because he'll no, love them. But nothing no. is a given. Nothing's a given. And every child, one child, the second child, the third child, and subsequent children adds more stress on the relationship, on the financial situation, on the living situation, on the other siblings in the family, whatever. But choosing to be child-free as opposed to having any children at all, mm. that's a really big decision because... Yeah. Time will literally run out and you can't go back on that. Yeah, that's the struggle with being a woman. Yeah. Look, there are foster children you can adopt. There's lots of other options. We're not dismissing those. Yeah. But something that came to my mind listening to her chat was this idea of disappointing her family. Mm. I mean, 
for starters, I think there's a big distinction between disappointing your family versus disappointing your partner. Mm-hmm. I yes. say, fuck the family. Yeah, fuck the family. Like, it's not their life. It's not their life. They had you yep. as a child. They got to experience parenthood. That box has been ticked for them. You don't then need to tick the grandchild box for them. Unless they're going to come over and raise that baby. This is your choice. Exactly. Your partner, though. Mm. I was someone who very much yearned to have children. The second my biological clock ticked over and those bells rang and I was ready, I would find it really hard if I was a few years into a relationship or a marriage and my husband turned around and said, hey, Jem, I actually don't want kids. Mm. It would devastate me. And I would have to make the really difficult and obvious decision, which is to leave that relationship in pursuit of someone who wants the same thing as me. Yeah. Because that's a big rock. You've heard me talk about big rocks and little rocks. Still don't get the rocks. Revs gives me a lot of shit about it. But I think... Got to explain the big well, rocks look, and little rocks. It's, it's, it's very basic. Because I'd love to finally get it. It's a basic analogy, Revs. But basically, in every relationship, you bring the differences of who you are, your upbringing, your experience, your world in life, everything. Your big rocks have to line up. And the big rocks are... Well, basically, it's the idea is don't sweat the small stuff, Yeah, right? If you and your partner fight over the fact that one of you likes milkshakes and the other (laughs) one hates it, you know, that's little rocks shit. Another example of little rocks would be like, oh, I hate how my partner dresses. Little rock? (laughs) No, that's definitely a little rock. It's a little rock. Big rocks, values, Mm -hmm. worldview, whether or not you want children, where you want to live in the world, how you want to raise them. All those things are, I think, big important things. And they can be real snagging points if yeah. you're not on the same page. The cliche when you meet someone that you want to spend your life with is we want the same things. Yes. But it's real. Yes. You, you do need to want the same things. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Hubs was in a very happy relationship for three years before me. They were in a really good place. They didn't bicker all the time. Like They were just living life and having fun. But the thing that stopped him from wanting to continue to commit to her was that they couldn't see eye to eye on where they wanted to have children. Mm. And he passionately wanted to spend a portion of time raising his future kids in Australia and she didn't. Okay. And because of that, they couldn't progress. Yeah. Because he was like, well, why can't they spend some time in my culture and that's just never going to work it was you can just see the writings on the wall there yeah Yeah. it was never going to work but day to day their small rocks were fine yeah but the big rocks were like these elephants in the room sure that they couldn't align on ever which is what ultimately ended in them breaking up speaking about elephants in the room i feel the big thing here is she's just gone through a miscarriage yes now miscarriages fuck with you you know first of all there's a massive hormone dump that really messes with your emotions for months then there's the grief of what you've been through, the shock, the the concern and worry, and then you start to worry about the future. Am I going to have to go through this again? If I get pregnant again, will I be worried I'm going to miscarry? And all the emotional things that goes along with having a miscarriage or a termination or anything like that. It's a really, really big deal. And I probably would think this is not the time to make this decision fresh out of something really, really raw like that. Mm. I think you need to give yourself a little bit of time to recover from the miscarriage. I think, I don't know, have you noticed this? I think we sweep these things under the rug too quickly. Definitely. I think everyone around us wants us to be fine with it. We tell ourselves the statistics that it's really normal, that it happens all the time. But yeah, it can be a really profoundly devastating occurrence to lose a baby at any point in a pregnancy. 
And I think this will be hovering like a cloud over any kind of decision she wants to make about a permanent lifestyle choice. Well, it's interesting because she said that her coping mechanism in response to the miscarriage, which I think is actually a very common response. Yeah, she's trying to protect her heart. Yeah, where she just decided, I don't want kids. And I agree with you, Revs, that yes, she said earlier in the year and we're now later in the year, but it does take time. In her words, our dear DL, you said it devastated you. Yeah. Those feelings can't be shelved. No. You can't ignore those. I understand coping mechanisms, yeah. but two things can be true. You yeah. can have a coping mechanism where you decide, I don't want to have kids to protect your heart, but you can also feel very devastated for the loss of that child. A little bit of perspective from a different point of view. Again, this isn't my story, but I have a girlfriend who was married, wanted kids, tried to fall pregnant with her partner, got pregnant. She had a miscarriage. And interestingly, her response was relief. Oh, wow. Because she realized through the miscarriage that she actually didn't want to have a baby. Wow. And furthermore, that she was married to the wrong person. Wow. Yeah. And she would have felt all these feelings of Mm. letting down lots of family members. They hadn't been married that long. So they were kind of fresh off the back of a wedding. She went through an enormous journey and very bravely left that marriage. And she did it from a real selfless point of view where she was like, I feel bad because he was devastated by the miscarriage and was straight away like, let's get back into making another baby. And she was like, whoa, 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 I've had a weird awakening. Mm. And she didn't want to waste his time because he was older than her and he wanted to. she wanted to give him the opportunity to meet someone else so that he could fulfill his dream of becoming a father. Wow. How brave. Yes, but her natural response to this miscarriage was incredibly telling. Mm. And instead of burying that, which is what a lot of people could do, she could have just caved under the pressure yeah. of family and been like, that's okay. It's, this is what you do. This is what this you is do. This is what people do. Yeah. And anytime you're just doing something because it's what people do, if it's not what is aligned with you and what you want for your life, it's not going to end well for anyone, not no. for your partner, not for your family, not for that kid. But what our DL has come to us with, I, wouldn't you agree, Revs? It's quite confusing. Yeah, I can tell she's really torn. Yeah. I would say give it time. If you've got time, like that's kind of like a bit of a bullshit thing to say to a woman, give it time. I don't know her age and stage of life. I mean, there could be a bit of surrender involved. I'd probably be looking to that. Easier said than done. But like, you know, maybe don't go on birth control. Mm. Give yourself another year and see what happens. Throw it out to the universe a little bit. And also maybe it's an opportunity to assess how you feel about your relationship. Yeah. Can you do life without this person or do you need them? Mm. If you're on the fence but they really want a child, maybe that's... Something to consider. Yeah, not to get too deep and lofty here, which we are, but like it sounds like there's some big conversations to have. Yes. And you know what they say about hard conversations? Mm -hmm. They're harder to not have. Absolutely. (laughs) Got to have them now because they're going to come up later. This sounds really trivial because obviously we don't talk about miscarriage in a lighthearted manner at all. But do you remember when I was with someone that I really wanted to marry Mm -hmm. and they weirdly dangled the carrot of marriage but then never went through with it Mm -hmm. and my coping response was to say what I don't even want to get married I don't know if I believe in the institution I don't need a ring on a wedding I think it's just like life partners and we have kids we just do life together but I don't need to be married I'm like, okay, babe, that's great. Cool, lady doth protest a little too much. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I yeah. guess in a weird... You understand the coping mechanism. It feels mechanism. shallow, but I understand that coping it's mechanism. It's not shallow. It's a major life decision. Yeah. Yeah. And look, if I'm really honest, I did want to get married. Yeah. But I just pretended that I didn't. Yeah. I think time, a little bit of surrender, massive chats with yep. your partner and uh, throw it out to the universe. And see what happens. See what happens. That feels like a flat delaminate. Wow. Rams, we it's got not bubbly. No, that's a that's a heavy balls one yeah. for a Friday. Yeah, but that's okay. We're here for all of it, DLs. Exactly. Life is not always giggles and lollipops. Sometimes. <laughs> is that, is that, sorry, is that what our podcast is? Giggles and lollipops. <laughs> Life is not always body in a potty. Sometimes you got to have a deep fucking chat. Absolutely. And work out what the fuck you're doing with your life. <laughs> what you want. What you want. Really, what you want, not what he wants, yep. not what your family or his family wants. Mm-hmm. What do you want, DL? This is what me and Gem always say. What you want will out. It will eventually. You may as well look it in the face before you fuck everyone around you up. Hunji <laughs> B. On that note, DLs, <laughs> we're going to love you and leave you. Happy Friday. Have a wonderful weekend ahead. And we'll be back in your ears bright and early on Tuesday morning. Bye-bye. Love you. <laughs>